Hi, I'm Liz from Liz Gets Loaded. That's the money kind of loaded, but this is the show where I sit in my closet, drink wine, and talk about money and anxiety. I have both. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. I want to talk about food today and food spending specifically. And I want to talk about my own food spending in our household of two adults, but also like why we're all kind of obsessed with it. Because here's the thing. I think about my food spending a lot, even though it's a relatively small portion of of our overall spending each month. And it's something, I mean, I find myself being really nosy and really curious about what other people are spending and it's so relative and there's so many different ways to do it. And I'll share what our food spending is. Sometimes I think we average like 12 or $1,300 a month, I think. And there are people who are like, oh good, I thought I was the only one. And then there are people who are like, how could you even possibly spend that much? We spend $400 to feed our family of 17. It's just so, it's so interesting. So you're Here's what I did. I always, excuse me. I always share our food spending totals each month. But what I did this month is I actually wrote down every single thing that we bought. Like when we went to the grocery store, I wrote it all. I was like, blueberries, $4, strawberries, $7. You know, we went out for food. I was like, okay, tacos and margarita and chips to share. That was like $37 total or whatever. So all of that is on lizgetsloaded.com. It's the most recent blog post. And it probably will be for a while because I've not been great about blogging. So I wrote it all out and there were a couple of things that were interesting. And I got a couple of messages like, I don't know why I just read every single line of this. <laughs> it's fascinating. And I think there, I, I was trying to chew on it, think on it a little bit, chew on it. That was an unintentional pun, but I was trying to think about it. And I think there's a couple of things. One, it's universal, right? We all need to eat. There's other things that we spend money on. Like everyone needs a place to live. Most of us need transportation and clothing of some kind, but you need food and you need it every single day. And there's this huge variation and we all, well, not all of us, but a lot of us have kind of a complicated relationship with food. I know I do. I mean, I love food. It's definitely a big source of pleasure, but I grew up in like the heyday of diet culture when we were trying to say Kate Winslet was fat and it has as, as much as I wish I did. I don't have an uncomplicated relationship with food. So I'm always curious about what other people are eating. And I mean, food is tied up in our culture, in our finances, in health. I, it's just, it's a really interesting big topic. I mean, there's a whole network about food, right? And there are about one zillion cookbooks and food's just really interesting. So I wrote down everything we spent on food. There was a time in my life I wrote down everything I ate and I haven't done that in a long time. And I didn't do that this month. I just wrote down what we bought. I didn't write down like, and at 8.30, I ate some grapes. But there was definitely a time I wrote down every single thing that I ate. And I I wouldn't say that I had an eating disorder. I would say that I had some disordered habits when it came to food. But this is not that. This is just an interesting navel-gazing exercise. So if you want to see the whole thing, you can find that on Liz Gets Loaded. But I thought it might be fun to talk about some takeaways. So let me give you the totals first. Okay, so our total food spending was $1,392, which I think is about average for us, for the two of us. And for context, we are two adults. We live in a medium, feels like on the high end sometimes, but medium cost of living city. No kids, 
no other humans. Neither one of us eats meat very often. And I would say we are generally not trying to save money at all on food. It's just not a place that we're putting any focus. If anything, actually one of my goals for 2023 is to try more new to me restaurants. So that's where we're coming from. $1,392 total. Groceries were $867. That feels like the high end. We did have a Costco trip right at the end of the month. Like I would say we usually spend about $150 every time we go to the grocery store and go like once a week-ish. But we went to Costco and you know how it goes at Costco. We went because we needed, there's a couple things that I like to buy there when we need them. Tofu, fruit, protein powder, and this ginger beer that I really like. We went in for a couple things, obviously spent like $300. (laughs) That's how it goes there. It's fine. It's fine. Restaurants was the next biggest category and that was $290. What I thought was really interesting when I looked back at this though, I love going out to restaurants, especially with friends. And only one of these was to meet up with someone. The rest was just the two of us. So I went out to a Mexican restaurant with a friend and just picked up the tab for both of us. That was one. Let's see. We went to restaurants one, two, three, six times. One was I met with a friend. Two or three of these were, and I know this is a pattern for us. We were out doing something and then just decided to stop while we were out to get something. Like I will say we were out running errands, the two of us. It was like a 50-50 shot that we're going <laughs> to stop and get lunch or get brunch or whatever it is, whatever the appropriately timed meal is for that errand. So one was meeting a friend, three were we were out and it just made sense to stop. And when I say made sense to stop, obviously we could have just stopped and grabbed a quick bite, but these were all sit down restaurants. So it is what it is. And then the other couple of times we just decided to go out, the two of us, like for date night. That's fun. All right. Next category is takeout. That was $117. Sometimes when I have to drive to work, like to my office, I mean, It's a long drive and I treat myself to McDonald's. So I did that twice. Uh, Looks like we went out for ice cream three times. A couple times stopped at Whole Foods, hit up the salad bar. Mm, I see one slice of Costco pizza on here for $2. Got dinner from a food truck. Stopped and just got takeout lunch again on my way home from running errands. There's a saying, right? Like leaving the house is expensive or outside is expensive. And it's true. (laughs) It's very true. Sometimes you just drive past a place and it sounds really good. And you want to go get what they have there. Okay, that was takeout coffee shops, $100. And $100 is four trips to coffee shops. One time I went and just got a coffee and all the other times were coffee and food. So the other three times were like two coffees plus two burritos. Gets expensive. And the last category is alcohol. Some months my alcohol spending is really high. And I feel like I always say, oh, I was just stocking up. Like I went and stocked up on some things that I like. But it's true because the last few months it's been low because my cabinet is well stocked. And the only spending on alcohol I did this month was $16 to get a cocktail at a concert that we went to. Now that's only like separate alcohol. I'm sure in all of those restaurant visits, there was a couple drinks in there, but I don't break it out. I I know some people do, but I don't do that. Okay. Those are the totals. When I looked at this list though, where I wrote down every single thing, like, okay, on August 1st, I went to McDonald's and I got McDonald's breakfast on the way to work. On August 3rd, I got salad bar from Whole Foods and a coffee shop, Americano, or on August 10th, we stopped for burgers. Burgers were really good. That was definitely an out in the world stop for food trip. We were going to a show that we had tickets to, and we got to the, we just got to the 
later, weirdly early, I think we were coming from the office and it just didn't make sense to go home. It was like an hour, which is just long enough. Like it doesn't make sense to go home. So we may as well just get there early. And then, oh, there's a burger place across the street. So might as well. Okay. Anyways, focus Liz. When I look at this list of things, a couple things jumped out at me. One thing that I thought was really interesting was how I categorized the groceries. So I started to write it all out and I wanted to categorize everything. And I don't know, there's, there's real categories at the grocery store, right? When you look at your receipt, it says produce, dairy, meat, maybe pantry. I don't remember what else it says. But for me, the main categories are things I buy for breakfast, things I buy for lunch, cheese is its own category, fruit is its own category, drinks are a category like juice, kombucha, green juice, etc. And then seeds and nuts are definitely its own category and snacks are its own category. And then actual groceries were probably like the smallest thing that I bought. I called that staples for cooking. Oh, and then veggie snacks like celery, carrots, snap peas. So not vegetables that you buy for cooking, but vegetables that you buy to just eat raw as a snack. So just looking even at my own categories was interesting for me. I was thinking, well, do you, it, what does it say about you that you have a whole category for cheese? But then some of my other categories, I felt good about like, oh, I have a whole category for fruit. I have a whole category for seeds and nuts. I have a whole category for veggie snacks. That's probably pretty good in the grand scheme of things. Okay. So I thought the categories were really interesting. And then this, the, another thing I thought was so interesting is I don't break out things that aren't groceries. Usually if I go to Costco and buy socks, then socks go into the budget as groceries. If I buy flowers at the grocery store, the flowers are groceries. And the number of things I bought that were not groceries <laughs> really added up. I think it ended up being about 15% of the total spending. So, okay, let me go through here. I bought flowers several times. I almost always have fresh flowers in my house. It's just something that makes me happy. I bought a down jacket at Costco plus socks, bought some bras at Costco and we got a pair of jeans and then one of those like quarter zip like dry fit shirts. We bought some multivitamins and another like vitamin supplement kind of thing. Bought dry shampoo and then also some retinol serum at Trader Joe's. Uh, this was my very first time buying and using retinol. Been really easing into it, using it once or twice a week, just a little bit at night. And it's just the kind you can buy at the grocery store. So it's not the super strength stuff. I have really sensitive skin. So I'm trying to be very, very careful because I know retinol can be one of those things that we'll have a reaction to. So anyway, Anyways, it all adds up. And I thought that was really interesting. I've always, I've seen some different conversations online. Like what do you count as groceries? Do you count alcohol? Do you count dog food? We actually didn't have to buy any pet food this month. So that was nice, but I do break it out into its own category, but some people count alcohol. Some people count pet food. Some people count diapers. And I think that's part of the reason it's so interesting because you think whatever you do is normal, but then you look at someone else and you're thinking, why is your number so much higher or lower? But part of it is that it's just really hard to compare apples to apples. <laughs> Once again, an whoa. An unintentional pun, apples to apples, that's funny. I think that's part of the reason that we just think it's so interesting because it feels like you should be able to compare really easily apples to apples to someone else in the same way you can with 
rent or the cost of a car. But there are all these variations into what you count in your quote unquote food spending. So this was an interesting exercise. I like doing it. I probably won't do it every month. Typing in the individual items from the receipt was a little bit tedious. I just rounded everything up or down to the nearest dollar. And most of the totals actually came out to about what the total was on the receipt anyway. So if you do it that way, but it's still, I'm looking at, it's like a hundred and something lines on a spreadsheet. So probably won't do that again, but go check it out. Let me know, leave a comment or just DM me or whatever. Let me know what you think. Or if you have a really wise insight, why we're all so obsessed with each other. I think I touched on a bunch of reasons, but also that maybe someone smarter than I am could come up with something really, really brilliant. And if you think someone else would be interested in this episode, feel free to share that with a friend or leave a written review on Apple Podcasts like the one from Catamount in 2015, which this really made me laugh. It says, here's a five-star review and a quick dopamine hit, (laughs) which is so true because when I see this, it really does light my brain up and I really do get really excited. So I didn't have any new written reviews in August, but you could change that in September, right? All right. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're just having the very best week. You know where to find me. Talk to you later. (laughs) 